want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. What is up, guys? James Gutman here on HiPodImDad.com. Welcome back to another edition of this podcast. It's a Friday. If you found me on any streaming service, thank you. Welcome. If you found me on HiPodImDad.com, well, thank you. Welcome. No matter where you found me, thank you. Welcome. I appreciate you guys supporting me coming back all these weeks, all these years. It's, it's really, this is what drives me and this is what gets me up in the morning. So thank you. I appreciate it. Um, it's a symbolic audio this week on a number of levels and you might not even realize it yet and i'm gonna explain to you why it's uh all right why it's a symbolic audio and that sound you just heard of my computer making computer noises is part of it this is it sounds exactly the same because it is almost exactly the same i'm recording this on the same way the same equipment the same programs the same everything but i got a new computer so i've now moved my computer uh the old one into kind of the den area, the basement, the place where the video games and the good couch live. And I'm down here recording it and it sounds the same, but it's a different environment. It's a different setup. And I, I don't know, I like it better. And I kind of feel like that's, that's been a theme now for a little while with me. If you guys read the, the headline of this podcast, you saw that for the first time, at least in this millennium, I'm single. I'm unmarried. I don't have a girlfriend. I'm not, I'm chilling, you know? And that sounds weird to say that because it's pretty much been since around 1996 that I've not been single. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, and I didn't talk a lot about it, and I'm not, I don't go into detail on negatives or things like that, uh, but just so you know, I've, I met my ex-wife when we were in college in 1997 which was a very long time ago. This was, it's ridiculously long ago. It doesn't feel like a long time ago when you're from the 90s, when you lived in that time period. 1997 feels like maybe like 10 years ago, but it's not, it's 100 years ago. And I got married years later. We were together for a while. And then we were married for a while. We we stayed together until 2020. And I went right from uh, my marriage into a relationship. And it felt comfortable. It felt familiar. It felt right um, at the time. I mean, all right, let's not let's not dance around. I mean, sometimes things can feel comfortable and not right at the same time. And I had moments of that as well. But it's a weird situation because being in a relationship after something like a divorce, after something like that, it's hard because you don't get to you don't get to grieve the loss of that relationship. And I really didn't. And it's hard to even put it out there without even getting into details. I think a lot of people know that when you get divorced towards the end of the marriage, things change, things maybe aren't, I mean, obviously things aren't the way they were in the beginning, emotionally, you know, in the situation or whatever, but you still, 
had those opening moments. You still had those times within your marriage that were good and that were positive. And those are the kind of things that when you're in that negative time and when you're getting out of a marriage, you don't think about it. You're just like, this is all there is. This is terrible um, for everybody involved. We, we need to get past this. That's it. But then when you take a step back and it's over, you think back on things. And you're like, well, that was a good moment and that was good. It's good to be able to not look back on your life and just criticize every every decision you made as a bad decision. It's good to be able to look back and be able to be somewhat positive about the things that were good, accepting the things that were bad, and keep yourself from making the same mistakes going forward. And sometimes when you're in a new situation, when you've jumped from one to the other, it's hard to it's hard to do that uh, for yourself, for the people around you, and put it out there. Um, I'm not sure if I was ever really able to do this years ago. I think, especially right after my divorce, I still had my head a million different ways to Sunday. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what was coming next. I didn't know what I was capable of on my own. I didn't feel comfortable being on my own. I thought about all these things. I'm like, I don't want to do a dating app. I don't want to do that kind of stuff, swipe right and all that. And I'm not, I don't do that. I'm not a dating app kind of guy. Um, but I also put such a high priority on having that aspect of my life taken care of. And that's one of the things, having met my ex-wife so young in life, I remember I used to say to myself, you know what? I found the person I wanna marry very young and at least I have that part of my life taken care of. I always used to tell myself that, I'm like it's taken care of, it's done. And that's what caused, I think for many years, even when things were a little, you hold on to things, you try to make them work, you try to have, have them happen. But the journey sometimes of a relationship like that can be, difficult. You know, I remember my, my lawyer uh, had said to me, you know, nobody gets married to get divorced, but I haven't met anybody who was unhappy having gotten divorced, which I guess was, was comforting. But to be honest, man, marriage to me, and I, I wanted to say this years ago on the podcast, and I stopped myself from saying it again. Sometimes you're in situations that prevent you from talking about things in the past. But I always thought to myself, marriage for me was this beautiful, wonderful event that started off with a fairy tale and then ended with a signature in the office of the worst effing lawyer on Long Island. That was, that's my marriage story. And that's how it is. And I didn't get a chance, you know, having gone from relationship, you know, to another relationship to be able to really vocalize that and really talk about it because it's hard. You don't want to harp on the past when you're trying to move forward. But in the place that I'm at right now, in this kind of taking care of myself place, I'm able to look back and I'm able to to reevaluate things. I'm able to see red flags that I ignored because I think that's another issue that I think a lot of people run into is that, you know, when you when you're in a relationship and you go to another relationship and that one doesn't work out and that one is all these different things don't work out. I'm not just talking about romantically, I'm talking about friendships, I'm talking about family relationships. I'm talking about people who consistently find themselves in fights and in arguments and in things that don't work out, you think to yourself, this has got to be me. I'm the common denominator. I've had people that I really care about, people I thought would never leave, tell me things about like, it's not, you know, things about me, negatives about me, and you take them to heart. My thing has always been, always been, I'll fight anybody. Like If I'm on the street and you disrespect me and you disrespect my kids, or you disrespect something, I will fight anybody. But when it comes to people that are around me, people close to me, people that are supposed to care about me, I have a real hard time fighting. I forgive very easily and I want to put things away. And sometimes 
that works against you. Sometimes people, you know, I don't say they don't like it, but sometimes it it almost becomes like an admission of I'm not good enough, I'm not able to do this. And when people leave, you blame yourself for it. And it is until now, looking back on a lot of the people who have left my life, that I can honestly say, like, it, they should have. In fact, I should have left a lot of these people as well. And now as I'm moving forward, I'm starting to realize that. I'm starting to make those choices too when I have to. I'm valuing myself. I'm putting me and my kids and my situations all first across the board. And I feel great about it. I do. And I'm, I'm able to go out and talk to people and, and I have time to meet people and I have time to return phone calls and, and widen my circle and find where I'm supposed to be and who I'm supposed to be. And it's, um, it's not as terrifying as I thought it was going to be. I was worried for a long time. I didn't know how I could do it. I thought about it. I'm like, I'm like, you know, this is, it's one of those things that I kind of knew for a while had to be done, but I kept talking myself out of it kept telling myself that I was going to regret it. But I got to tell you, I'm, I think where I am right now is where I'm supposed to be. And it feels good. I think the weirdest thing about all of this is the whole idea that, you know, time moves on and we often feel like we're making the best possible decisions. Like right now, I feel great. I feel like I'm, this is the best decision, whatever. But I know that in my life right now, there is definitely something somewhere that I'm doing that's wrong, right? There's something that six months, a year from now, I'm going to be like, how did I live like that? How did I live, you know, wearing those socks or whatever the hell it is? Because that's what normally happens. Like we always think we're enlightened. We always think that we have it all figured out. And then a little later on, something will happen. And you'll look back and you'll be like, what was I doing? That was a major problem. And our goal, and I think almost the meaning of life is to try to correct those things as we go forward. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to correct these things going forward. I'm trying to make sense of it. Um, and I'm trying to rediscover really who I am. And uh, I don't know, I like it. I'm proud of myself. You guys know I went through a lot at the end of last year uh, with losing my job, uh, having them eliminate it. And then on top of it, losing my car, having the universe eliminate it. Uh, being stuck across Long Island, having it die and having to literally, you know, pray my way back so it doesn't explode. That was a terrible situation to to really be as as scared and as destitute and as alone as I was in handling that. And to now have emerged from it. And I, I you know, I don't talk too in depth about it, but I got to tell you, I've come back from that so much better than I was before that I can't help but really genuinely be proud of myself because... When everything happened, I told myself, I said, look, this is my plan. I made a plan. This is the plan. This is how I'm going to bounce back. I'm going to do this, A, B, C, D, figure it all out. And I did every one of those things. And I kept telling myself, because this is what always used to happen. And I know, I know that I'm not giving specifics. You don't really need specifics because I want you to be able to apply this to your own life because I find that people go through this all the time. You make a plan you share it with people and they tell you it's not doable. When I first started this blog, I had somebody tell me like, what happens when you run out of things to talk about? And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna run out of things to talk about. What are you talking about? And I knew I wouldn't and I didn't. Same thing with this. Like I had a plan. I'm gonna do this, this, and this. I'm gonna be better than ever. I'm gonna do all these things. And there were a hundred different reasons why it wouldn't work out. And I kept telling myself that. And then the little voice would go in my head, be like, you know, you're saying it, but if it was this easy, Everybody would do it. How? Why do you think that you're going to just be able to do this and make all this money and do all these things? And I kept telling myself, I said, this makes sense. I could do this. I could do this. And in the end, I did it. And I've done it. And I've crawled out of the hole. And now I'm going to buy a car and everything's all taken care of. And I feel fantastic. And I think to myself, if I did these things 
and I could believe in myself and I could really have faith that I'm making the right choices. Choices like this, to be single, uh, to no longer have a girlfriend, to no longer be married, to, to kind of focus on, on me and the people I want around me and what capacity I want those people around me. I don't let, you don't need to let other people dictate their place in your life, whether it's from uh, an arm's distance, somebody who maybe doesn't want to let anybody know that you exist or somebody who's insistent that you are with them 100%. I can decide if I want to do this or if I want to do that. And I know that I'm making the right choices. So I encourage you to do the same thing. And seriously, this is um, this is a really big next chapter for me. So I am excited. I'm really excited about where things are going to go. I'm excited about what life has in store for me. And I'm excited about all that I have to share with you going forward um, as we continue this journey, um, both with autism awareness, both with you know writing about parenting and really just my own personal growth and all of this. I've always shared as much as I can about my own life with you guys. I said it before and I'll say it again. It would be hypocritical of me to just simply talk about my son and his struggles and autism while at the same time hiding my own life from you. So I try to give you everything I can without betraying other people. I'll never badmouth a specific other person. I'll never talk about specifics of what happened in some of my interactions with people. I'll allude to things and this, that, and the wow. other, but I don't really... um. I don't do that. That's not what this blog is about and this podcast is not about. It's not about hurting others and it's about not about using my platform to, you know, squash, you know, issues with people. No, it's about it's about lessons. It's about morals and it's about knowing who you are. And I honestly feel like for the first time in you know, over 40 years, I know who I am. So I thank you guys. I thank you for giving me this outlet. I thank you for listening. Um, and I thank you for all your support. There are some great things on the way, and I couldn't be happier to share them with you. That does it for me. Follow me on social media. Hi, James Gutman, everywhere. That's where I am. Hi, blogomdad.com. I had two new blogs this week. Read it there as well. Stay around. Stick around. Let me know what you think. I appreciate all your support. Until next time, James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pod. I'm dad.